morning, everyone. The Mary Griffith Show for the first Wednesday in January brought to you by Refreshment Services, Pepsi, Harvest Ridge Coffee. Today, my private secretary, she just answered one of my emails, uh, is uh, joining me today, Laura Sievert. Now, many of you know her as the chief executive officer and director of the Quincy Arts Society, Arts Quincy, the Quincy Society of Fine Arts, but she also will open an email for me and get get an answer. So uh, we may have open phones or a pre-recorded show in the second half because my first guest couldn't make it, and my second guest has just said he can't make it either. It was the last minute. So we can talk about, I know you are, girlfriend, (laughs) and I've never been happier. Something that is near and dear to your heart, and uh, folks who want to join can just come Thursday night, January 5th at 7.30, it's the Quincy Concert Band. Now, first thing you have to do is explain to people, this is not the Quincy Park Band. It's not the Quincy Symphony. So what is the Quincy Concert Band? Well, listen up. I am a woman on a mission. You're going to hear about this maybe every week until March. I'll just say, hey, remember, coming up in March. Um, this is. I'm tired of telling everybody that it's Quincy's best kept secret, but it is a super high-quality, um, nationally award-winning organization. And I, I really want people to come to these concerts. I think that they are just super. And if there's ever been one to come to, it is this one. Um, if you're a musician, we are starting up rehearsals tomorrow night at Baldwin Auditorium. Or no, Auditorium, Baldwin Band Room. Um, it's uh, at 7.30. There are no auditions, so it kind of takes that barrier of, like, being nervous about having not auditioned for the group in a long time out, out for you. But that doesn't, um, that doesn't mean it's not a really high-quality group. It really, really is. And this is a pops concert. I'm going to tell you that our, our director likes some pretty deep music sometimes, but we finally talked him into just a big <laughs> movie night. Star big, Wars, Jurassic Park, The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, big old silver screen movie night. It's going to be awesome and I think very accessible to audiences. Um, I actually, it's been an ongoing joke that every every session of the band, I've been in the band for 10 years, um, they put out a survey of what you want to, play and i keep telling them jurassic park every single one of them and finally last year i wrote i'm gonna quit the band if you don't play jurassic park <laughs> wow have you i got wasn't clout? i wasn't really i wasn't really gonna quit <laughs> but um but it's a it's a great piece right i mean it's john williams it's huge it's, it's great so um and jurassic park is having a comeback moment so that's really fun um but i just think that um you know i want to see morrison packed and i'm making it my personal mission to make it so because it's free. I mean, we love it when you th- throw a couple bucks in the donations because that helps us pay for our music and our facilities and our and our um, director. But it is absolutely as good as the symphony. It's absolutely as good as any of the musicians you've seen in town. Um, and I want to pack that theater. So it's March 15th is the show. Sunday afternoon. No, March 19th. 19th. Is you it? better check that. Oh, no. Well, anyway, the bottom line is they're starting practice this <coughs> Thursday yeah. night at 730 at the Baldwin School it is Band the 19th. Room. It is, the it is the 19th. 19th. Uh, so if you want to be in the band, just come. Show just up come. with your instrument. Yep, we're not uh, fussy. They'll find a place for you. If you play multiple instruments, they'll really find a place for you. That's me. They always say, hey, what are you playing this, this Yeah, what are you playing this week? So it's Thursday night rehearsals, 730 at Baldwin School Band Room, and then they're getting ready for the concert. So for everyone who's a musician, show up this Thursday night or next Thursday night. And for those of you who just love beautiful music, including silver screen, big music from the silver screen, Star Wars, Jurassic Park, Lord of the Rings, the big epics, mark your calendar for Sunday, March 19th at 2.30 at the Morrison 
Auditorium at Quincy Junior High School. And if you need more information, go to quincyconcertband.org or you can email the director, Trent Hollinger, at quincyconcertband at gmail.com for all the rehearsal information. So, or you can bug me because I'm yeah. going to make it a mission. Our mission. Call Arts Quincy and ask for Laura Siebert. How many people are in the Quincy Concert Band? That's a good question. I would say we're about 120-ish, wow. I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's a great group. Um, and I'll tell you, uh, I, while we're talking about rehearsals, we are really looking for some percussionists this time. We're always short on percussion. So okay, need percussion. I need okay. percussion. Um, any brass, any woodwinds are definitely welcome to you, but, bra- uh, but I know that percussion is always one of our needs, especially in these big movie epics, you know. If you just want to bang a gong, have I got a show for you. I'll tell you, I'm going to come with my triangle. Oh, we could get you a gong solo. That'd be moving on up in the world. I would be. Just poof. I'll mark my calendar for March 19th and make sure I'm not otherwise detained. <laughs> okay. So that's just one of the things that's going on. And like I said, you know, a lot of people have not played their instrument in a long time. It's be a great way for you to get back into shape, get back in and meet some people that really like music. And uh, Quincy Concert Band rehearsing Thursday night, 730 Baldwin School Band Room. Uh, something that happened during the COVID shutdown, but it looks like you're relaunching it, and that is uh, Steam Stars in the Quincy Herald Wig. So actually, it has been going on since the COVID shutdown the entire time. I don't get the Herald Wig. Well, we get it here, but I don't ever read it. Well, That's terrible for me to say. I glance at the front page every once in a while. I tell you, I'm on the front page today. Are you really? Oh, you know me. What's so four get? days? Four days into uh, to, to 2023, I better be in the paper. Uh, I am an Illinois Rhodes Scholar. Um, so we'll come back to that. Oh, we'll come back to that. Um, God, but, what doesn't this woman do? I don't know. Um, but the steam stars have been going on since the pandemic started, and and it became such a really fun thing for us to do that we just kept on keeping on. Um, we feature one student every single week doing a project from their home with their parent. And they just take some pictures and some step-by-step instructions and we put them in the paper. So uh, we have had uh, the youngest STEAM star was uh, less than a year old. And then we go all the way through high school. So we did like a little kid's baby art project. It was really cute. Um, and uh, so any kid in any any place that is here in this message can be in the paper. You get a big half-page article with four or five pictures, and we make your student feel awfully special. They're not hard to execute, but I am running out of friends with kids, so you need to tell me that you want to be a part of it. Um, give us an email just at office at artsquincy.org. We'll assign you a week. We'll assign you a project. It's always stuff that you can do with uh, materials that are already around your house, usually um and uh and so it's any kid can do this yeah any person out there listening if you've got a kid or a grandkid yeah a half page article in the paper is so cool for them like it's so cool to they'll, be oh they'll be a star uh, yeah so you, we usually send you you know you can frame it and you can the whole thing so um you know highly recommend reaching out to me because we need the kids um to, that want to be a part of it and we'll help you find a cool project yeah you don't have to think of the project if you have one that's great right but if you can't think of a project but you just want your kid to have well, this is a great experience because not only will your child learn from the project they do, but they're going to learn how you get photos for a newspaper, how a newspaper is printed, how an article is written. I mean, this would be a very enriching experience. And it's good when you buy a pile of 20 of them for the wig so that uh, we keep on supporting local journalism and uh, just give it to all the you. grandparents. So good it's been you. a great partnership. Um, and, yeah, we, we expected that um, at-home uh, STEAM activities to last a few weeks when COVID started. and. It is 2023, and I'm still doing it. <laughs> Good for you. So if you want your child or grandchild to be involved in STEM stars, STEAM stars, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, the STEAM stars that will be appearing in the Quincy Herald Wig every Saturday, 
All you have to do is uh, go to artsquincy.org or email jc at office at artsquincy.org for more information about getting your child involved. And they've got projects for one-year-olds all the way up to, I guess, 17-year-olds. It was actually so. J.C.'s uh, son that did the, oh, the baby fantastic. project. It was adorable. The baby project. So there's lots of things for uh, for kids of every age, and it would be a wonderful learning experience. No cost no to cost. the child to to participate. Okay, you're on the front page of the Herald Week today because... Again, again. No, I'm, uh, I am uh, actually part of the... I uh, was accepted as the first speaker from Illinois for the Illinois Road Scholars Speakers Bureau. Um, this is through Illinois Humanities. Um, it is a and Rhodes is R O A D S, not roads like Oxford. Yeah, Rhodes. just road. Yep, yeah, just road scholars. Just highway scholar. Yeah. Um, so uh, it is a really, really neat program that brings world class speakers um, throughout the state. Um, and um, my piece is called Civic Pride. Um, There's more here. Um, And it's really um, about looking at investment in the arts and culture sector um, through the lens of equality, equity, inclusion, but also economic value for the cities that invest in it. Um, So you know me, I'm kind of where the rubber hits the road. I want to tell you why you should do it from both the the moral imperative, just to, to be more inclusive, but why it matters to your economy um, and so any town in Illinois that is not Quincy can book me. Uh, any town in Quincy is going to get me for free, so you don't have to go, <laughs> go through the, go through the um, Illinois Humanities. Um, but we're also – there's also 29 other speakers in the series, and we're working to bring some of them here. Um, Chris, I went to one of these before. Uh, it was up in um, – it was in Adams County, but it was a lady who did the history of corn. Oh, from the time when, you know, the indigenous people sure. first started cultivating it and saying it grew wild as a grass. Yeah. And can we, you know, they figured out how to get better yield out of it. Sure. And now, of course, what it's become in our society. So, um, I mean, there's, these road scholars have really interesting topics. Very Really interesting topics. We're looking at one. Uh, I'll tell you some of them we're looking at. There's a um, professor out of um, University of Chicago that's doing a piece on um, the Underground Railroad and folk songs in the Underground Railroad. So we'd like to bring them to the Dr. Eels house. Um, there is a couple of great indigenous speakers that might um, show up at uh, Great River Eagle Days that's coming up here soon. Um, we've Last got weekend of the month is Eagle Days. One of them I'm really excited about um, that I'm trying to get to the Folk Life Festival uh, this this year. So this is all you know this is all tentative, um, but she is an expert on the history of pie. Honey, sign me up. <laughs> I love pie. So she's a yeah. When she's was like pie first invented, I wonder. Uh, well, I don't I mean, know. Somebody, I mean, pie goes way, way back, but it's, yeah. it's the history of Americana and pie, um, told to the story of America told through pie. And I'm because like, pie can know, can be savory too, because the miners took a pie down, little hand pie with them that had meat yeah, in it. And stuff. Yeah, that I mean that goes lunch, that goes self-contained. Probably one of the oldest types of things. So she's talking about the history of pie, and I'm just in. I don't know what it is. I'm ready for it. Um, but it's a great opportunity for all these towns. Now, normally there is cost to bringing a speaker to your town. This year, um, on the 25th anniversary of the series, um, there is no cost. So um, there we fundraised enough to, that um, all of the speakers, our travel and our hotels, if we're too far away, um, will be covered. So um, there's no cost to the towns that are hosting us. Um, so we're working on getting people to Quincy. I'm going to go out on the road and spread the message of Quincy. Got, got some cool stuff over here. Um, and yeah, and that's so you basically are talking about from an economic and tourism standpoint, the things, you know, we're stopped on the Underground Railroad. We have one of the most historically significant architectural corners at 16th and Main, four different styles yeah. on one corner. Uh, our rich riverfront heritage, our brewing heritage. I mean, all of it. Yeah. All and of and it. how it how it tells the story of a community, you know, how how does a town our size have these treasures and and arts and culture sector 
Um, hey, you want to want me to be um, pressing about tomorrow's newspaper that I'll be in it again? Oh, my God. <laughs> we are about to announce, and, and you've heard me talk about it, actually, like a year and a half ago. We talked about it a little bit. I thought WTAD was your favorite, but apparently the Herald Wig is just... Well, it's in tomorrow, and you. I'm talking today. I'm telling you. Um, yeah, I get nervous when I'm not on the media, right? <laughs> we uh, have been working for more than four years on this building, this beautiful building right across the street from where I'm sitting. Um, we just got a $1.5 million grant for the Quincy History Museum. Um, it has been in process for, like I said, more than four years when we first proposed it. We're putting up a um, an elevator to make the building accessible, a viewing deck out to the back of the um, out to the back of uh, the, mu- the museum over the river, and a little classroom space. <coughs> I think I used a cough button. Um, and uh, $1.5 million coming our community's way. It's part of a big capital project. Um, it's the first time that Quincy's been included in it. It was signed by the governor more than a year and a half ago, um, but there was not a funding mechanism put behind it until the scramble at the end of this year. Um, and they say they called us up and said, hey, Here's your money. Where do you want it? <laughs> so wow. we're really excited. It is going to cost a little more than that to get the project done. So there will be a matching campaign that we will be launching. Um, but professionally, this is one of the biggest um, fish I've ever gone after. So we're just so proud um, to make the Quincy History Museum such a uh, more usable building, more accessible building, and um, show it for the the amazing architectural gem that it is, really. It is truly the old, old library, as right. most people think of it, at 4th and Main. Now, let's go over this again. You're getting $1.5 million from the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. And with that money, you are going to... Put up an elevator in the building because it is not currently accessible by elevator um, and a viewing deck off the back um, that will be right here where Mary and I are looking out the studio um, to look over top of the river. And it has a little classroom space at the bottom. So um, and and we also expect it to have a kiosk of um, like Quincy visitor information and things like that as the new bridge is built. Um, it will be, you know, part of that plan as well. So, I mean, it's clearly a, a, an anchor down here, an iconic part of Quincy. Um, I feel like I'm following a little bit in George's, George Irwin's footsteps by working on this building a little bit. But um, we're really excited. And, and moreover, you know, I got to thank um, Jill Tracy and Randy Freeze who helped me, you know, navigate the legislative part of this and um, and include us in future conversations for capital investments in the state. So. When arts and culture capital comes available, which is not that often, but sometimes it does, I want Quincy in that um, conversation. So we have two more big projects on the radar that we're trying to get in front of people, which would be Washington Theater and, of course, the Quincy Children's Museum. So um, I'm always out there advocating, but maybe people don't know that's part of my work as a as an arts council. Um, but I'm on all the state committees and all of the, you know, the... Gosh, I'm in a committee meeting all the time um, uh, advocating for those those things to come to Quincy because when it comes here, we don't want it to get sucked up by Chicago. We want to bring some money down here. Couldn't agree with you more, sister. I love it. Well, one of the things that happens uh, right across the street at the History Museum on the Square is a monthly program, uh, and you can take a look at these free of charge. And uh, John Benya, Master of Mid-Century Architecture, is the topic on Sunday, January 22nd at 2 p.m. And local architect Tony Crane is going to present the program. Now, Bania designed more than 500 buildings across the United States in that mid-century modern style. But uh, the two that we love here in Quincy are St. Boniface Church, which now sits empty, and Quincy Regional Airport. And uh, so we're going to learn a little bit more about John Bania 
on Sunday, January 22nd at 2 p.m. There again, one of his great masterpieces, St. Boniface Church, they're trying to make that the Father Augustine Tolton Center when Father Tolton is named a saint. We don't know when that's going to happen. I was going to say, what's the update on that? Well, here's the problem. Okay. We need to get it moving because every time we change popes, it doesn't start back at square one, but there's usually a pause for at least a year. Sure. So Francis is in good health, but can we speed the plow? Mm. Because, you know, eventually Francis will have to retire or will be replaced upon his death. And then a whole new set of bureaucrats comes in. Just like any big org, right? Yeah. So, I mean, he's already uh, halfway up the ladder. Right, right. And what usually has to happen is miracles have to be um, in his name, have to be attributed to him. So they're working feverishly on getting all of that documented. And uh, it's very interesting because this week in our local Catholic Times newspaper, they had a little story about a kid who's only 16 years old, and he's halfway to being a saint, too. So, golly, you know, come on, Tolton, get going. Get ahead of that 15-year-old kid. Tolton <laughs> Quincy, man. <laughs> we, want to, we want to have this. Again, you know, people say, well, why should you care? I'm not Catholic, or I don't even believe in that, or I don't even believe in God. Well, because people will come here that do believe in it, and they'll fill up our Amtrak trains and our buses, and they'll eat in our restaurants, and they'll go to the shrine, and well, and it will be huge money. Tolton, you know, I'm not Catholic either, but um, I, you know, Tolton is such an interesting character um, from history. Even if you're just a a fan of um, learning about um, amazing folks, you know, because. He was the first African-American priest Pre- in the United, United States. States, right? Um, and he escaped from slavery. I right. Mean, he was being so, shot at, and his mother swam him across the Mississippi River. So, I mean, that alone right. is enough of a story. Right. I am absolutely with you on that. So whether you're Catholic or not, you can be kind of amazed by this person and his amazing legacy. Um, and it's uh, definitely part of um, Arts Quincy's umbrella, too, to, to keep promoting that legacy as well. Um, so, uh, you know, best of luck. Okay, so if you want to learn more about St. Boniface Church and how he was inspired, John Benny is no longer with us, of course, but Sunday, January 22nd at 2 p.m., Tony Crane. Tony's doing a good job on this. I've seen a lot of the things he's pulled for it, so it's um, more buildings than just And Tony Crane, it's so interesting because Tony Crane is looking back at John Benny because they were both in the same firm. Right. Someday, 20 years from now, we'll have somebody on the Mary Griffith Show looking at Tony Crane's contributions. Sure we will. You know, yeah. because didn't, Tony did the Civic Wait, are Center. you going to do this another 20 years? As long <laughs> as I'm not dead, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's, it's not exactly like digging a ditch. But I, you know, the thing of it is, can I do it another 20 years? The audience will have to decide that. Uh, I mean, I physically, yeah, we're good. I mean, we're physically, good. it's not hard work. So, especially when Steve's not here nagging me all the time. <laughs> So, no, you know what, Steve and I made a resolution to be nicer to each other this year. Oh, how's God. that going? Well, it's harder than <laughs> it's hell, harder I'll than tell hell. you the truth. But anyway, Bania Master of Mid-Century will be Sunday, January 22nd, 2 p.m., free of charge at the History Museum on the Square. And you heard it here on WTAD. They just, uh, well, they didn't just receive it. They you announced it a long time ago that they were going to get the money, but now the tightwads and Springfield have actually relinquished it. Yeah. You know, it's been a big deal. I'll I'll tell you one thing. It's kind of a big deal in that if we still have time to chatter here. Um, The one of the big deals that I have been advocating for and working with our partners at Arts Alliance for is a lot of these capital grants go to places um, and and federal state and federal grants are often set up as reimbursement, which means we don't get the money until the project is over. 
And that is really hard for a town our size to front, you know, 1.5 million, especially if we have to fundraise additional. Um, so we really worked with those legislators to say, hey, is that necessary? Could we do that a different way? And they really came through for us. So I, you know, it's hard to work within the confines of sort of the bureaucracy of, of um, legislative action, but um, I'm really excited about this thing. It makes this building so much more usable. And, um, you know, I think it also opens it up for more events. That second floor with the, if you haven't been to the second floor with the stained, with the stained glass gallery, it's one of the most beautiful spots in all of Quincy. Um, there's a third story, too, but again, you have to have an elevator to get up there. Right. Um, and a lot of the folks who want to see it just don't get to see it. It makes it a more usable space. But the actual, the, the, um, there's sketches of the um, observation deck off the back, too. And, you know, that's always a nice thing for Quincy, too, to look out to the bridge and um, and see that great view. So they can observe me while I observe them. That's right. And then I'm just on to the next thing. I'm going to go find us some more money. What do you think? You're pretty darn good at it. Well, I tell you, know. you what, I have people that, people that don't know you, which, I mean, I think everybody almost does know you, but like, <laughs> is she really kind of like that wired up all the time? I oh. said, thank God, because <laughs> this woman can get more accomplished in an eight-hour day than most people can do in eight months. Oh, so, <laughs> And really, fundraising is an art. Art's quizzy, duh. Uh, but, Laura Siebert, you have managed to put other th- you don't do it for your own self-aggrandizement. That's what I love about it. You do it because you love this community and you want this community to thrive and knowing that if our history museum is handicap accessible, it will bring more people in. Knowing that if Washington Theater gets restored, we can have many things down there. Knowing that the Children's Museum, which has announced a permanent home but is far away from getting that permanent home Built, yeah. built into the position they need. These are all critically important things for our community, and so and for our economy. You and know, for I mean, our economy, having so. a children's museum is a draw for the entire state, and I, and I just can't overemphasize that enough. And I think that fundraising is not as hard as, as sometimes people make it out to be, um, or at least in, in my mind, um, it's really about telling our story, right? Um, and and having people that are making those decisions because they're going to give that money to somebody. Um, having people know that we're out here. So when I do projects like the Illinois Road Scholars, um, and I go to my board and say, hey, I'm taking five trips, five or seven trips this year out to other communities. By the way, I'm not uh, I'm not taking vacation days for it. Uh, and they'll say, but why is that important to Arts Quincy? And I'll say, because that's how we get on the map. That's how they know we're here. And that's when those those big funding opportunities come around. They know a little bit of our story, and they're like, you know what? Over on that real western edge of Illinois, there's a cool community doing amazing things. Which has rail service to it. It has a four-lane highway to it and uh, also has a beautiful riverfront. So, yes, thank you very much. Well, Laura, you have been very educational this morning. I thank you for filling in some extra time. time. I don't think that's ever happened. It's never a problem with Laura. First, she was early this morning, which I came out of the bathroom. And, like, she's standing there, and I'm like, why are you here? I know. I thought something bad had happened or something. But anyway, thank you, Laura Sievert, Arts Quincy. Uh, you can see all the calendar events at artsquincy.org. Everything that's going on in our community, the concert band practice is Thursday night at 7 at the Baldwin School Band Room. Get your kid involved in the Quincy Herald Wig Steam Stars. It's absolutely free. And don't forget, mark your calendars for January 22nd at 2 p.m. for the Architect Banya story. All this and more going on on uh, Arts Quincy because of Arts Quincy. Thank you very much.